Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? It's your boy, Jason. How you doing? The NHRE Low Zone is in full effect today. I am Sans Galvin. I don't know what his deal is, but he needs to get in. I mean, what are we doing? That's all I want to know. What are we doing? Are we doing a show or are we not doing a show? I need... I, I, I don't even know if I want to, you know, text him right now, but I might, I might text him. Um, anyways, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I hope everybody has uh, had a fantastic uh, weekend. Uh, we've all recovered from Indy, and now we get to go to this lovely place right here. Look at that. It's Maple Grove. What? Let's text Jason Galvin, shall we? Let's see what he is doing. Let's get um, on my fabulous text machine. I'm saying, yo, you want to come on the show? You want to do a show? Um, He's probably got some excuse. Anyways, uh, so uh, today we are going to take phone calls today. I already see one person in the studio. Thank you very much. Scott Malpass, you've already, this, is, this is Scott. Do Hey, here we go. Let's see what Scott has to say, shall we? Yes, show it, show it, show it. He's like this. Um, and then, uh, you know, Scott, here's the whole thing. We're having fun today and you can be on the show. So the link is in the uh, comment section. So if you want to get in, all you got to do is come on. There's my friend, Jason Calvin. Hi, Jason. I did the link three times. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know either. It showed Uh, me in, but then you didn't see me. And then I was texting you. Yeah. What's up, dude? Then we got and so when you when you click the link, like Jason Galvin's have an issues. If you have an issue, just re-click it. It'll come on. Click it again. Have, we good. Yeah. And then you have to connect your device. Pickle Rick is in the waiting room right now, wanting to talk and say something, but he's got to connect his device. Scott Malpass says, My audio is bad. Cheap mic on laptop. Dude, I don't care. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Whatever. We just want to hear from your fa- from our fans, Jason Galvin. We thought this would be kind of a fun thing to do. Some people may not even get online. Some people be this is going, a Jason Yo, Logan dude. idea. Jason yeah, Logan production here. This is my idea. Look at the grove in the background there. On I love your background, man. One of these days I'm going to figure that out. The grove. Do you, do you mean to tell you how to do it now? No, I know how to do it. I just I I, I actually need to do it. You know, I have a green. I I even bought a green screen. You know, so. Dude, I bought a green screen before, and it literally was the uh, size. It, 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 it would fill up. It would cover an entire twelve by twelve room. I was like, "What do the I heck? not? Do you not need one? Are you not using a green screen? No, I'm not using a green screen. Oh, no. Okay, okay. see here, I am thinking that you actually need a green screen. No, no sir. I suck no. at this deal. I suck at so, this deal. Jason, how was your weekend? You hit. Dude. You, dude, you spent two weekends on the road, basically uh, racing. Talk about your indie experience. Oh man, Indy was lit, man. Indy was awesome. I'm gonna have a hard time um, ever topping that Indy, although I hope I get a chance to. Um, and it's funny, like our, our family's had some really good Indies, right? Um, right. I mean, my uncle, you know, uh, before I was alive, right? My uncle being the crew chief on McEwen's car in '78, right? Like every time we play that video ad nauseum, and uh, and every time we do, I get to see him jumping up and down like a you know a little schoolgirl. Uh, right. Um, and so that's always cool. But then, you know, uh, when we had the, the anniversary of that uh, back in 2018, um, you know, the 40 year anniversary of, uh, of, of McEwen beating Snake and and they towed that car 
you know, they brought that car out from the museum in California. And then, uh, and then we put Trevor, my cousin, uh, Pat's son in it, and he towed it down the track and then up the return road and snake was there and they unveiled the, you know, the mongoose Boulevard and all that, that was, um, you know, that was like one of those moments. I was like, man, I'll never forget this. And then, you know, the, a couple of years later, my, you know, Trevor's twin brother wins Indy and I happened to be there on the starting line, um, you know, for that when he was working on Doug Coletta's car, but, um, but, but man, this weekend, right? Like th- this, or, you know, I guess it's been a week now. It still feels like yesterday, right. by the way, we're getting ready to go to Maple Grove and I'm like, oh man, it's so nice to finally get home from Indy. We've been home for a week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, you know, the whole snake deal. And, uh, and, you know, I, we don't talk about it a lot at the races. It's like, uh, by the way, say hi to my cast. Yeah. yeah Scott <laughs> wants to know what's, yeah. what's your, what's the update? Scott. Needs yeah. To know. Uh, what's the update? The update is, uh, the update is I have a torn ligament, uh, that connects my thumb to my wrist. It happened the week before Brainerd. Um, I was already committed to driving the race car in Bowling Green and Indy. The car was already in a trailer on the road to Bowling Green when it happened. And, um, and frankly, I wasn't missing my opportunity to race at the U.S. Nationals. I had some, uh, some unfinished business from last year when I went red in round one by a couple thousandths of a second. And, um, you know, so I asked the doctor, you know, will, will my thumb fall off if I don't have surgery right. or put it in a cast right now? And he said, no, but you really should. I'm worried about you driving the car. Blah, blah. So then I saw our doctor, Dr. Surface, NHRA doctor in Brainerd. You were there, Jason. Joe was there yeah. Sunday night at the hotel. And he looked at it and went, oh, you can drive. Just wear the brace. So I had a soft brace that you guys have probably seen on the broadcast the last couple of weeks that I actually wore when I drove the race car, wore the fire glove over it. I changed, uh, for those of you like hardcore fans, you know, I changed what finger I leave off the trans brake on. I went from my thumb. Everybody's a thumb lever, right? I started leaving my pointer finger. I don't think I'll ever change that. My lights were so consistent between Bowling Green and Indy um, until the final one. But um, but yeah, no, it was cool uh, that I got to do that. And then as soon as I came home, the next day I went to the doctor and uh, they said no surgery for now. They put me in a hard cast for uh, four weeks. So I will get it off when I get back from the St. Louis double divisional the week after the national. And, um, and then they'll send me to physical therapy. And they basically told me in a, in a week at physical therapy, we'll know like whether I then need surgery or not, but he said it felt like it was getting stable. So he said, it's like 85% chance that the cast and PT is going to fix it and life will be good. Um, and a 15% chance I'll end up needing surgery anyways. And I figured at that rate, we might as well just throw it in the cast. So, so So, yeah, so that's the update on that end, but dude, Indy. Yeah. So you raced in Indy and you didn't red light in the first round. When did you No, not. Uh, in the fourth round, we waited till the fourth round. Wait until we got down to sixteen cars this time. There you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Listen, uh, you were you were going you were going rounds, and I said I walked in the tower. I said nobody talked to Galvin. Don't even. He's like a a pitcher in the sixth inning, bottom of the sixth with a no hitter. Don't talk to him about it. Leave him uh, alone. Don't get in his head. And then well, I appreciate him. that. Uh, you, you, I mean, I'll I'll say this. Uh, nobody nobody was in my head. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk. I, Joe had asked me about it on the PA. Um, and I, you know, kind of laid out what we thought had happened. And, and I had a few, uh, you know, fellow competitors, friends, people who, you know, tried to politely tell me that I was wrong on what happened. And, and that's okay. Uh, mostly because, uh, basically what we thought had happened is that the car pulled the front end out of the beams when I let go of the button and caused me to, to, to red light. And usually, uh, that will reflect on the time slip. Your your sixty foot time will be dramatically slow. It'll kind of mess up your run. Um, and the numbers were off, 
but not like dramatically. Like we were 200 slow to 60 feet. Normally it's, you know, more like five or 600. And, um, you know, so Tom Bayer owns the car and I, you know, kind of went to work on it. And um, I mean, what we've kind of decided is it was like a kind of like an all things came together anomaly. Um, I mean, we have a video that if I could figure out how to load stuff here, I would load um, that very clearly shows that my wife took standing next to the car. Very, very clearly shows the car pull both front ends, both front tires off the ground and pretty significantly. And that car never does that. Um, right. It's got a ton of weight up front. It's not a high horsepower car. It's got preload. Like there's no reason that should happen, but it definitely pulled the car out of the beams. Um, am I going to tell you that I was going to be green if it didn't? I don't know. I got all the tree. You know, I, I, I didn't meet the tree. That's I had a couple of people like you met the tree. I've met the tree before. And that's a conversation that's too technical for our show to get into. But, sure. um, but for those of you who know what that is, I mean, you know, when you meet the tree, uh, I'm so, and if you don't, then, then that's on you, but I've met the tree a couple times and you know it. Um, and, um, I mean, the fact that I was literally shocked when I saw a red light come on, like I drove by the tree, saw the red light and went, you gotta be kidding me. Like rolled my eyes back, head back, like tells you I, I didn't meet the tree. So, you know, it's a combination of things. I, I might've been red anyways, uh, by a couple thousands, but it was 16 cars at Indy and, um, and I wasn't going to be 28. You know, I, we were, we were, we were going up there trying to be, you know, like somewhere between a six and a 10 reaction time. And, and sometimes when you set up 006, you end up 002 red in that class. That's just kind of the nature of that class. But, um, you know, once we calm down, we can't, you know, it's like kind of just going to be one of those deals that, you know, we'll probably never be able to fully explain. Um, I was more frustrated that I, I couldn't explain it. Honestly, I would have rather had met the tree and like the numbers all added up or I would have rather been three thousands red. It was more frustrating that I didn't we didn't really have like a full, um, you know, reason for it. But. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. We lost the round. Josh Campaign won it. He went red the next round, which stunk for him. Um, but I mean, dude, I was like 100 and, you know, what, 120 plus 130 something cars. We got down to 16. Um, I, I don't get to race much. You know, I don't, first off, that, that was, I haven't even entered 10 total events in my drag racing career. Um, and that was my second one of the year. And my first one was Bowling Green the week before. And I hadn't been in the car since round one at Indy the year before that. So, I mean, all in all, when you think about it like that, that's the biggest race of the year with the highest car count. Uh, if you looked at the ladder of 16 cars, I mean, you talk about an anomaly. Uh, one of those names was not like the 15 other. I mean, there were multiple world champions, multiple U.S. Nationals champions. Uh, Jason Kenny, who should be both uh was on there um you know and and i was sitting there so i i think all in all um hey you, know, you did good i'm yeah i'm proud you i'm proud yourself yeah yeah we didn't make the announcers look look terrible you know i didn't right. go up there i wasn't 60 on the tree you know 884 taking 600 to the finish line right like right. i didn't do anything totally stupid or silly and um and it was cool i gotta i not that we plug a lot of sponsorship stuff here but uh, Steve Bryson and Gitrix, and I, that's a family, uh, you know, business, and and I work for them during the week too. But I I don't get to go back there and, and run the car without them. And um, and Dave Reeves, who owns an auto shop in Santa Cruz, the town I'm from, um, his son John Michael owns the shop and runs it now, and jumped right back on board. They've literally been on every race. I can proudly say that Reeves Complete Auto, a little family business in Santa Cruz, California, has been on every race car I've ever driven in my life. And uh, Bill Pink Carburetors, which uh, I had some people ask me, yeah, like Bill Pink is Ed Pink's son. Everybody in drag racing knows Ed Pink. 
uh, Bill is back in North Carolina, makes some awesome carburetors that are, they're anodized pink. They're phenomenal. They look great, but they work great too. He's actually building a super comp car right now, which is exciting. And, um, and he messaged me like right away, like I'm, I'm in and, uh, and he's been on the car back to back years. So those folks, uh, you know, kind of let me to go chase a dream a little bit. And that was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I, you, whenever you were up there, we were all excited. We, we, if that was, by the way, was Austin one of those guys that politely told you that's not what happened? Uh, your car going Hayward? through Hayward? Yeah. No, actually, Austin said that made that 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 probably made some more sense because because Austin and Mike Rice both uh, those are race control people, but uh, yeah, I mean both of them were like thirty nine, like that. You know, it'd be one thing if you were red, but 039 is red. Like in a right, super cop yeah. car, to be thirty nine red, you either have to you either met the tree or you flinched or guessed or something, right? Like yeah. you're nobody sets up 006 and goes thirty nine because they just ripped. I mean, I'm not going to say nobody, like it definitely happens, but yeah. I did not find. In Bowling Green, we made seven runs. We lost round one. The car sped way up, and I was racing a way faster car, and I, I killed six hundredths of a second and still broke out, right, which is a lot. In, in racing speak, I, I did everything I could. When, right. when I can't see the car that's coming, and I'm scrubbing, 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 scrubbing. The, I mean, you can't just stop the car and let that car drive by. Um, but in Bowling Green, we made seven hits at the tree, and my worst reaction time would have been 019, and it was like my first hit. Um and we were 14 or better every time after that. And I never better than I think 007 or six. So we weren't cutting it close. Like we had a range. And then same thing in Indy. I had two rounds, uh, once in time trials and once in round two of eliminations where my opponent left before the tree activated. It was weird to have that happen twice in the same weekend. And um, um, and I still don't know what happened to Mike Robolato in round two because I was fully expecting him to put me on the trailer, to be honest with right. you, when he did that. But um, um if you take out those runs, every other run I made at Indy up until the the red light, we were in that same range based on where we had the delay box set from the week before. So I, I don't think I just magically found, you know, four or five hundredths of a second in reaction. Um, that would be pretty impressive if I had that ability. Like, hey, Justin right. Ashley style. Hey. <laughs> like, well, you definitely represented yourself. You did good. You made us proud. You know, you made the announcement proud. I, on the other hand, in Indy, I don't race cars. I don't do that. I like to drive. But we got to get you into a car. That's my Dude, goal. I, I'll do it. I don't. Uh, yeah. But your super comp seems like it'd be in my wheelhouse. And that's. Yeah, you can handle that. Yeah, can you handle can handle it. So, but I, Jason Galvin, made my debut in the media center asking questions. Oh, yes. This was glorious. You texted this to me. I think I was back with the race car when I got it, and I about fell over. Yeah, well, please tell I, me we're uh, playing it. Are we playing it? Yeah, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it right now. So, I, I, again, I am like a pariah in the media center, and Indy's definitely the bigger. Uh, you know, there was a ton of media people in there, and I looked at it. And go, what are these people doing? What are they writing for? What are who are they writing to? I go, I'm like, what are they reporting on? I go, I get it, they're reporting on this, but. I mean, I'm looking at this. I'm, uh, we opened it up to the fans today to talk. We No one's calling in. No one wants to talk to us. So anyways, you know, we have like two listeners. So anyways, I'm in the media room. And uh, Robert Height had just won the uh, Too Fast, Too Tasty challenge. Or no, the, no, it was the call out. That's what he won, right? He won the Pep Boys All-Star call out. Yeah, he, call, he won that. So that's what I was in there. But earlier in the day, they were doing an autograph session. And Matt Hagen went from, he signed like four autographs and then went to uh, watch Tony Stewart run. 
his boss, of course. So you got to watch your boss run. And then, uh, so there was an empty seat. So I sat right down next to Robert Height. And I was basically, I signed a couple Matt Hagen autographs. And then I realized, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that to that guy because he will flatten me. And then, uh, <laughs> so then, then I was just passing him over to Cruz. So I was, here you go, Cruz, here you go, Cruz, here you go, Cruz. And Cruz was like, he gave me the look of like, what the hell are you doing sitting down here? But then, uh, then Robert and I, we were basically talking about stuff. And uh, and then he gave me one of his hero cards, and I wrote a little note to him. And I, it was, I basically wrote, I love you, Jason, to Robert Height on one of Robert Height's cards. So I basically went into the uh, media center, and uh, I was like, let's ask Robert Height a question, because I never get to ask questions, and nor should I ever get to ask questions after this one. But this is what happened in the media center after the day. You know, you, you got to win on Sunday before you can double up. Jason Logan, Life's Drag Podcast, go. Robert, you said a few minutes ago that it took a team effort to, to get this big win. But if you could really attribute your big win to one person, who would that one person be? Oh, it has to be Jason Logan. I mean, you know, we, we sat together this morning. He wrote me a love letter on one of my hero cards. Um, we're getting tight. That's what I thought. So that was that was my big day. First off, tight is my favorite part. We're getting tight. The, my favorite part was Joe Costello looked at me and he was like, "Like, first off, Phil Burgess is sitting right there from National Dragster. That was the back of the guy's head. That's Phil Burgess, and you could see just by the back of his head, like, well, come on, dude, why are you interrupting?" And Bobby Bennett. Uh, was uh, you know over there and he started asking questions first and i let all the serious questions go first okay i i know where my place is but joe looked at me and he go he goes i'm calling on you get ready better have a question because i was just standing there and he goes uh jason logan likes to drag podcast <laughs> i was like ah, ha, ha, ha. and then you could hear Allie. Allie's in the back um you know she's she's kind of running the camera and she's laughing. That's her laughing there. And I was like, Is, oh, I was wondering who that was. That makes sense. I was gonna I go, they're gonna kick me out of here for sure from for forever. I'll never be able to come in. But I think that I think I'm just gonna start asking questions at these uh press conferences now. I mean, I mean why not? You, you, hey, you're you're repping the brand, right? You're repping life's drag. We gotta get you now. We gotta get you like a life's drag hat or shirt or you know, something real official like that you jacket, put on it. Like like a yellow jacket or something crazy. Exactly. Or like one of those old timey hats that says press on it. Yeah, that'd be good. We make that happen. <laughs> <It> says press. <laughs> I'm just imagining you in like a floppy khaki, like like fly fisherman's hat. Right. That says press. Press on it. You know what? I'm doing that this weekend. I'm totally doing that this weekend. You got to run to the mall or something and get that made. Well, I got that. I got, <laughs> dude, I, again, I'm out in the sun all day long, so I'm trying to uh, minimize the skin cancer zone in this in this area right here. Right. And, uh, the skin cancer yeah, zone. Yeah, and so I got the big floppy um, NHRA hat, the bucket hat. And the best is Terry Vance is up there going, you, you know, like he was commenting on my hat all weekend long. I heard him. So I heard him. But uh, yeah. But yeah so, hey, Terry uh, Vance is a low zone fan. Okay. He deep, is, like man. deep down, deep down, Terry Vance wishes that he could spend more time in the low zone. I, I listen, he's more than welcome to come hang out with me as opposed to go sit in the booth with Alan Reinhardt. I guarantee he'd have way more fun with me than Alan Reinhardt. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got you to. Hey, Scott. Scott wants to know where you DJed last week. 
Oh, I was in uh, I was in uh, West Palm Beach, the Breakers, one of the most beautiful hotels on the planet. It was fantastic. What was they, the deal? I, you were going to host the other day when I called you. You were like it was a game show or something. Yeah, that's where I was. I was going down to the Breakers, and uh, yeah. <laughs> what was the game show you were hosting? It was uh, it was just some trivia game show that it was just uh, oh that's right that's right silly trivia thing. the best was right. uh they you know so we're at this beautiful hotel the Breakers is just absolutely gorgeous um like Sylvester Stallone's a member there uh, oh, okay. a bunch of celebrities yeah I mean it's it's yeah, a high end yeah. joint and yeah, uh, B list guys yeah right so um they were in the beach club with this thing and uh, so it was after dinner I'm just playing dinner music and crap and then. Uh, then it was time for the game show. So I play my $25,000 pyramid music that I normally play at the track. And I da 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 So, and I go, now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for trivia. And to host trivia tonight, we've got a very special guest. Please welcome all the way from the Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I'm like, you know, looking in the kitchen, like, Pat, Pat. <laughs> this one, there's one lady. Her eyes lit up like, oh my God, Pat Sajak's going to be here. And I told the client that I was going to do this, and she because I the the, the thing is like you guys can't stage. I can spend all your money here at the Breakers. What do you get? You get me. You get me. And this lady was so dis. When I did that to her, this lady was so disappointed. I go, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I, that was a bad joke. I can see how excited you were for Pat Sajak. It was. So how do you great. get? How do you continue to get gigs? Is what I want to know, I, bro. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. The best. Hey, part, hey, go ahead. Best. The part. best part was is. Uh, in three hours, I made what I make in three days. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Corporate, corporate, corporate gigs, folks. Yes, corporate gigs. I oh, keep waiting for Jason to send some of those my way. Do we have multiple people in the waiting room? Yeah, Pickle P Rick. He is yet to to click on or anything like that. But what happens if you put Pickle Rick on? Like, will his audio work and no, no video? It won't, even, it won't even let me see. It won't even let me put him in there. They need let to you put connect their mic cam and yes. Yeah. Yes, P pickle Rick, you need to uh, you need to uh, you need to reset yourself there. Yeah, he's he's, he's not paying attention. Um, but yeah. then we can add we could add this person. Finally, we have a, someone who likes this and wants to call in. Give it up for Allie Bland. It's my favorite podcast. My favorite. She, forget she of time. Forget gossip. Life's a drag podcast. That's my favorite. The only one. She I of on. she of giggles in the back of media center yep. broadcasts. I okay. I I put myself in because I wanted to give some more info of Jason Logan coming into the media center. As you've said on this podcast before, I have been known to kick Jason Gal Jason Logan out yep. of the media center multiple times. Get out of here, Jason. You don't belong in here, Jason. Don't belong in here. So all of a sudden, I didn't see Joe like like motion to you but all of a sudden i hear your voice and i'm like and him you know call on you and i was like immediately what is he gonna say because <laughs> yes! as you said like indy is very busy there's tons of people there the indy star she was sitting right next to me while you were talking and i was like <laughs> what is he gonna say and but you <laughs> you, what made me laugh so much is you said your questions so seriously like, right that's a serious place. I know there's serious people in there. Oh, I want to be considered a serious so journalist. And there I am giggling. Like <laughs> <laughs> I want to be considered a serious uh, and this the, is the, this is the Ali Bland comment here was is perfect too. Oh, that's, that's my favorite. That's the best part of the whole thing. You go, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. 
Listen, yeah. be prepared. I'm going to come in there with other ones. Here's another serious journalist over here. Yeah, good oh, questions, Jason. See, I don't know why Nicole Clark, what, she got a super awesome job she can't call in? What's the matter with her? Um, yeah, anyway. why isn't she calling? Yeah, so? Know, the, yeah, listen. One more Allie, story, then I will let you to okay. continue your podcast. Um, because you were talking about the Media Center, and here I am with in Media Center Insider Info. So obviously, like, during events, like, we as NHRA professionals like we're not we we can't cheer for drivers you know we can't say like whoa go Britney force yeah yeah because we we can't we you know we're there for the sport we're there for everyone blah 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 except when Jason Galvin is racing <laughs> right I'm t- everybody was excited every <laughs> he was racing and the, it was like early in the morning that day like eight nine o'clock and like we we're like all like glued to our seats like go Jason and then you won I didn't know that like in Indy where we sit is like we're like Nikki and I and Josh and like it's kind of a closed door room and so like we close the door and we said we're like well go Calvin and got so excited but for that only sorry to the handful of folks that you lost to because we were you know we also well I appreciate that I appreciate the support I was pumped Multiple we also times. do that with Sadie Glenn too. Sadie also Glenn. Sadie Glenn, yes, and that yeah. was a bigger deal because that was at Z Max, and like so that was like the opposite effect because that was much later in the night. Logan, were you there for that? No, you remember that? Um, later in the night. I'm yeah, out. yeah, it was like late last at night. year in the fall when she got down yeah. to like the semifinals, right? Yeah, yep. and like <laughs> Elon Warner just like pacing like a proud dad, like right. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like she won and like you would have thought there was not very many folks there obviously it was much it was very late at night and like there was like jonathan coleman was there from z max me and nikki like some some photographers a handful and the place just erupted that we sadie won that round and we just went bananas it was great so much fun like that's like again we're not supposed to but again like sadie is like one of our own and galvin's one of our own so right. we were just like we were so excited for her. yeah it. we as announcers you know jason uh, is an announcer i'm just a you know rodeo clown i guess i could cheer and do you, whatever you literally are a rodeo clown that is yeah. exactly what you are um yeah but i don't cheer out loud because of that whole thing too because you know yeah. you just you, listen we've got to be a little biased here yes exactly. i have like i have my i'm fans of certain ones and i'm not fans of others but uh you know you just you, you go through it yeah I have to show it. Look at my sweatshirt. Let's go, ghouls. Is it cold where you are? Yeah, in my house. Cody oh, Blaine okay. keeps my house at negative 30 degrees at all times. Look oh, at my shirt. Man, I knew I liked him. <laughs> I knew I liked him. Fat ones. Fat yeah. What's the rest of it? That's well, hot dogs and Italian ice, but it's Joey Fatone. That's your did guy. You guys, did you guys watch the VMAs last night? What? Um, hey, look, 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 I wasn't going to bring this up, okay, but my wife literally got in the car this morning when we were taking JJ to school, and the first, like, something about NSYNC at the VMAs came on, and the first thing my wife looked at me and said was, so if they go on tour, can Jason Logan get us VIP access? And I said, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to make a phone call, but you, you're going to owe J-Lo a lot on that one. Yeah, yeah so yo, that's a to, huge one. That's a big yeah. one. Listen, yeah. I've always been team NSYNC, and I'm not just saying that. Always and forever. Look at Allie's trying to get on the gravy train here. I am, true. That's fine. I met you Jason. Did I tell you? I but yeah, you. I thought I introduced you guys. I don't think so. I think Jill Proc did. Oh, well, maybe Jill Proc did. Jill Proc's good at that. She is. Yeah, she was lovely. We'd never met before. I, I Jill, Jill or my wife? Both. 
Okay. Thing. <laughs> good, good, good. I didn't see Jason Galvin's good. wife the entire weekend. And- Isn't that wild, Jason? We literally were talking on the phone uh, the other day, and my wife was in the car too. And, and and I was like, "Wait a minute, you two probably never saw each other once." Jason was like, "Nope, can't nope. believe it." I, Super. Well, he called her some. Cho- he called her some choice words, and oh you know, geez, J Lo. Well, J Lo and my wife have a have a here. have a very friendly relationship. So. Yes, we are friendly. We I'm are gonna go back to work friendly. now. All right, okay, Allie Bland, thank you for joining Thanks, our show. You're our only yeah. fan. Thank I, you. It's my favorite podcast. Hey, hey look, here's my, this is my, my new thumbs up. Yay. Hey, Allie, you want to see what I did earlier today? I, hey, neither do I. Neither does my wife. It's great. <laughs> Jason Logan, leave. do you have a gallbladder? Uh, I think so, yeah. I got one of those. <laughs> I think so. I, it's you, would, you would know if you, you don't. Would know. Just, you yeah. would know. Ali Blay, before you leave, this is what yeah. this is how I get paid. You ready to see how I get paid? This oh, is no. what I was doing right before this podcast. As you know, Ali Bland, I have a cameo account. Yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You want to see what I get paid for, for, yes. for a cameo? Oh, you ready God, for this? Here we go. Harry Carey. Hey, I'm looking for Drake. You know, Mr. Number One. I hear you used to coach the crap out of the trash pandas back in the day when you were coaching them in the soccer game. Hey, listen, here's a little pep talk for you. Get ready for the new season of soccer. The Lambda Delta Chi team wants you to play an unorthodox style. A 2-2-1. That formation wins it all the time. You know, two in the back, two in the midfield, and one fabulous number nine sitting up at the top of the box, cherry-picking goals left and right. Anyways, Drake, Coach just wanted to make sure you knew what was going on because he knows you're Mr. Number One. If you can take the trash pandas to glory, heck, I know you can do it with the Lambda Delta Chi team. Hey, man, good luck on the season. You know your man Harry Carey will be out there cheering y'all. Here we go. Let's go. A one, a two, a three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the pitch. We're gonna win with the two to one. Come on, Mr. Number One. You know it's the best. So that's what I get paid oh to do, Allie Bland. <laughs> and we get that for free, Galvin. Yeah, you get that for free. You get that for free every weekend. Whatever you want. That was the worst thing I've ever oh, watched in my worst. life. Dude, the oh, fact that people pay me to do that is hilarious. Some guy. Somebody probably paid you like somebody probably paid you like three hundred dollars to do that, right? No, that would be awesome. I would, dude. Oh. I would. I would promote that. Dude, if, if, they, if, if, if they paid you more than twenty, they overpaid. Eighteen dollars and thirty-five. There you go. All right, so it's okay. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I would be a shitty prices right player, guys. Okay, I missed it by a dollar uh, seventy-five. I saw somebody. He 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 played the he played the prices right all the way up until he died. You closest without going over a hundred ninety-nine. I was like, come on, dude. Don't do that <laughs> but it's funny because it's true. it's true, right? <laughs> right. Do we do everything, Bob Barker? Rule. Like, I'll go to the grocery store. Everything, yes. Everything, and it's like I'll look at my kid. I go, "What do you think it is?" And I go closest without going over. And man, one day I nailed it with like in fifteen cents. I was like, I was doing laps at my local grocery. Store. Incredible. Oh man, could you imagine? Could you imagine being the little kid in line with this mom? Mommy, is that the guy that does the horrible Harry Carey impersonation? Hey. 
So oh, stupid. God. The oh, fact that God. yeah, Joey Fatone got me on cameo and I do these things. I probably made five hundred bucks and like since the pandemic doing it. Well, <laughs> I swear to God, I can't even pay my car in four payment years. Off. Yeah, I can't make one car payment with it. Eighteen dollars. That's the best. Eighteen thirty-five or whatever you said. The best. Wait, here's another thing. Like, I think it's like at twenty-five bucks. That's what you got to pay, but. They, you know, Cameo takes money out. Okay. Joey Fatone gets a cut. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. You really Joey need like three dollars. He's your yeah, editor. yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a multi-level marketing it's scam. A come on, man. Scheme. <laughs> no crazy. Yeah. No, again, Calvin. He's gonna recruit us. We gotta get out. We don't want to sell Mary. Kay. Ryan Loans has a uh, Cameo account. Oh we should God. talk. To Does him he really? That. Nope. He's got Can one. You buy one. We should buy one. We should just totally have Brian Loans just. Just rip on anything or anybody just because. No, he fun. should do a promotion for Life's a Drag podcast. Oh, that would be great. That's, yeah, that's great. That's a good idea. That, that's how we should do this. We should just do cameos. I had a corporate lady uh, during the pandemic call me up, uh, one of our clients. She's like, hey, how can, do you think we could get um, uh, celebrities to come in and do virtual stuff and, and you know say virtual things? And I'm like, as she's explaining this to me, in my head, I'm going, I'm like, yes, we can do that. I can book whatever you need, blah, 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 blah. In my head, I'm going, Cameo does this already. Well, I go, why are you calling me to do the legwork? <laughs> After about maybe 20 minutes, she realized uh, on the phone, Oh wait, cameo! I'm like, yeah, cameo does that. You don't need me for this dumb. Like, you're wasting 20 minutes of my time, lady. 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 Well, you All continue. Right. Back to work. All right. Thanks, Allie Allie you and Charlotte. Have see fun you, in Reading. Oh, you're, you're not going to Reading. Not going to Reading, but I will be in she's Charlotte not, with she's bells not going on. Going to the Reading Rainbow. Not going to the Reading Way, but you should go to in Charlotte. The best. That's my favorite restaurant on the circuit is Garofolo's in right there in Concord. Don't even everybody loves Garofolo. Garofolo's is good, but everybody loves Garofolo's. I look, Joe and I went to the Crunkleton last time we were there. What a name. Sunday night after the races. Yeah. Blake Alexander recommendation, by the way. Phenomenal yes. place. So oh, yeah, he's so local from in Charlotte. So fa Fast Eddie's from Garofolo's was yes. at in Indy. And uh dude, the last time Jason, you were there the last time we were in uh the spring race, Jason, right? Didn't you go to Garofalo? Yeah. yeah, I did not go to I, so no. So I've only been to Garofalo's once and it was it was uh it was uh rehearsal dinner night for Ali and Thomas's wedding. Oh okay. Proc Gal, the proc Gal, the proc the proc Galvin look, let me tell you real quick about the proc Galvin ex extravaganza. Okay. They got married at Richard Childress's winery, yep, which is like I don't know, 45 minute drive north of, of Concord. And so we went we drove up there Friday morning. Had the rehearsal dinner. Everybody piled into. Uh, they rented like a trolley, and thirty people piled into this trolley and drove back down to Charlotte to go to Carafolos to drive back up that night on the trolley. And I mean, look, literally, at one point, Austin Proc was walking around with a tray of ninety-nine flavored shots, and he had like every flavor you could think of, and like they were and and and. The only person on the bus under the age of 24 was was my th three-year-old, two-and-a-half, three-year-old son, <laughs> who who none of the grandparents who were staying back at the hotel were willing to watch for three hours. So right. JJ had to come with us, and, uh -oh. and JJ's like, Daddy, Daddy, can I have one of the banana drinks? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> On the drive back, JJ's sitting there like exhausted. And he's looking, he's like, Dad, why why is why is Uncle Trevor why is Uncle Trevor dancing? Why why is why, well I was like, oh my gosh, down. like there's all these things. <laughs> I can only it, imagine. All time, all time great moment. It was one of those moments I wish that JJ was like five, four, so that he could remember it when he was 15 and tell the story. Right. But because right. he was like three, he won't. But yeah, all time. But you will. All time yeah. great. But oh, by the way, yeah. the lasagna at Garofolo's is unbelievable. I love it. The lasagna is very good. Yes. Garlic nuts. Gnocchi and yeah. Alfredo. Oh, good. Call. Oh, really? Maybe. I've never had their gnocchi. Very do good. They make their gnocchi. Do they make their gnocchi in house? I don't know. That'd that. be my question. They've so, got new so, do that. So, so gnocchi is a, a near and dear. Here's my five second off topic story. Gnocchi is a near, very near and dear uh, meal to my heart. Uh, my fondest memories growing up with my grandfather, Aww. Joe Joseph, who my son is named after, hero of my life, was sitting there making gnocchi in the kitchen with him, which we would do every summer. And every winter, we would sit there and make huge batches that they would then freeze. And we would mm-hmm. eat throughout the year when I went to grandparents' house or at Christmas time. We always had gnocchi. It made the best gnocchi ever. It was phenomenal when it was fresh right there in the moment. But so that's like always like I'm that snob at Italian restaurants. I sit yeah. down and see gnocchi on the menu. And my first question, do you make your gnocchi? Nope. Okay. Then I'm not I've interested. It. It's okay. They're like, oh, but it's great. I'm like, that's fine. Nope. I'm sure it's great. I'm, and I'm sure there are other things on the menu that are also great, and I will eat them. If you don't make it in house, and if you don't make it in house, I don't want to try it. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Anyways, thank you. Come again. You. Thank you. Come again. Okay, I, we got important things to talk about. Bye, Ali. Uh, J Lo. J Lo. How was your drag race bracket bonanza in Indianapolis since, um, since Elon unveiled that to the world officially? My bracket sucked hard. Do you know what I was proud about? What? I had seven of the eight top fuel drivers in round two. Nice. And three of the four semifinalists, which is impressive when you consider that Antron Brown won the race out of number 15, that I actually had Antron going that far. Sorry, Brittany Force. I think I had Antron going that far, too. Yeah. Sorry, Brittany. Sorry, Clay Milliken slash TJ Zizzo. Um, You know. Sorry, sorry, Antron, because I had Justin Ashley beating him, but I think probably 99% of the people who did brackets had Justin Ashley winning the race. So Yeah, you you would think so. that I would do better. Uh right? seeing I'm standing right there and I you know I watch and I pay attention and you know, uh no, I sucked. I really I by the way, up. by the way, Gage Herrera, Gage Herrera <laughs> kept me from having a one pick from perfect pro stock motorcycle ladder. <laughs> See, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeah, by uh, the way, a t-shirt of the year. You ready for this? Speaking okay. of Herrera, I was yeah. at the Suzuki autograph session. Uh, they have those at Pro Stock Races. Um, this is the greatest t-shirt I've ever seen. I wish I could zoom it in. I don't know if this will help. Um, did I, did you see that shirt? So it's Gage Herrera in a banana hammock with a winter circle hat on, a number one qualifier hat, and this dude on his back. And it's who is this dude? It's just some guy. I, I think Gage knew who he was, but he showed up the autograph. <laughs> God, I hope. Because yeah, right? <laughs> if he didn't, up. I would have been like, whoa. Like, I would have been Gage. I would have been like laughing at the same time. I would have been texting, Chris Eisen. Our, dude, uh, I was like, our, what? Uh, security director. 
I saw him at the beginning of the line. I'm like, oh my god! I talked to that guy the entire way through, and Curtis. Hi, Curtis. You think Kurt could call in and say hello? He's been wanting to be on the show. Kurt's Kurt's probably in the office. Casey's probably standing over his shoulder right now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I saw that shirt. And I'm going, get the hell out of here. I go, who makes a shirt like that? And and then Gage Herrera was just, as soon as he saw the guy, he was smiling from ear to ear. But you would think if you knew the guy, he'd kind of sit there and talk to him for a little bit or wait for him afterwards. No, he just went off and left. I was like, maybe this guy just doesn't really know him. Oh, okay. But uh, Well, that officially makes it weird to me, just for the record. Yeah, no, 100%. But um. Yeah, he um let's kick Pickle Rick out because he's bothering me sitting down there. Um okay. yeah, Bye, Pickle uh, Rick. Thanks for coming. Yeah, the bracket bonanza was absolutely just I like I figured I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to pick a couple upsets maybe in here. Cause you know, with the first week I did it during the beta test, I was like, oh, I'm gonna just go with all the you know higher seeds and this, you know, I I pay attention. Of course, Antron's gonna do this, and of course, you know. You know, Brittany's gonna win first round. Uh, no, no, that that was it was just not even good. So this weekend, hopefully, I will uh, pay attention better and uh, get my fantasy sports going on. By the way, uh, if you, um, I have Aaron Rodgers on my uh, fantasy football team. He's my starting quarterback. Guess who needed like twenty points to win the week? Didn't get it because. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Aaron Rodgers. He, he he cost he cost me one of my games too. Yeah, <laughs> very. Upset. I had him on two teams. I started him on one. He was my backup on the other one. This one Ugh, is. I have I have eleven I have eleven fantasy football teams. So <laughs> I, I I narrowed it down to one, and the one that you and I are in. Did anybody get thirty three points this weekend? Oh no, not that I know. I That's so. not a fantasy football league, though. We're in a great pool. Uh, it's a thirty three point pool, and so you you pay an entry fee at the start of the year, and then every week a certain amount. It's broken down by eighteen weeks of the year, or whatever it gets put into the pot. And there's a little bit put aside for the Super Bowl winner and runner-up. But then, like, every week, uh, if a team scores 33 points, that the person with that team gets the money. Win or lose. Does not matter. All they have to do is score 33 points. And uh, and if nobody scores 33, it rolls over. Multiple teams get it. You split or whatever, right? But, like, you want it to roll over. And last year, I had the Bears. And I was like, <laughs> the Bears won't score 23 in a game this year. They scored 33 in a game in, like, week eight or nine. Some wild game, and uh, and and I won, and it was like insane. I won like a thousand dollars or something. It was a great deal. Uh, so Jason Logan has the Giants. Yeah, I've got the Giants. Thank you. Who Boy. only came up thirty three points short? The the <laughs> New York Giants are the only team in the National Football League who have not scored a point this year. And it's done randomly, so it was just given. The, yeah, it's you know, totally random. Yeah, to- totally random. But, my wife has my wife has the Raiders. And I okay. legitimately don't remember who I have, which I should probably go look at. But. You should look at that. You should know. Um, but yeah, that. But yeah, so I don't know exactly how this uh, the 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 bracket bonanza. That's open to the public, right? Everybody. Yeah, absolutely, it. absolutely. Yeah, share the link. You got it. Find, I gotta find the link. Hold on. I, I got it. I got it. I just had it up because I was looking at mine. I was put it looking in at the, mine. Uh, put it in the comments. But yeah, everybody can be part of this. Uh, Drag racing bracket bonanza. That's not what it's called, but it, I want to. Yeah, that is exactly what it's called. Oh, Drag race called? bracket bonanza. Mike, okay. dude, aren't we aren't we working for these guys this weekend? Yeah, We're we pimping are. out our services this weekend. There it is. We're pimping out our our services this weekend, and you are over here. You don't even remember what the name of it is. Like, well, listen, be, well, you be put better. me from the camera. We, we'll be all good. Be better. Yeah, I'll, I'll be better. Be better. <laughs> I'll be better. Be I'm surprised better. Elon's not calling in. Going, yo, 
What's up? Um, but Ewan's, yeah, so that- Ewan's got to be tied up in something right now. Otherwise, he'd be all yeah. over this. Nicole Clark's bracket was destroyed after the first round of Top Fuel. You were probably not the only person. If you had Brittany Force doing anything, then your bracket was destroyed after the first round. I was just, it was terrible. But I think this is fun, though. I mean, at least, I mean, I know there's other brackets out there, you know, things that people do in the pits and stuff like this. But uh, yeah, this this gives you a little more fun, uh, you know, a little more skin in the game, even though we're not putting money down on it. It's just fun to, you know, kind of pay attention. I mean, that's all what all these. Oh, hey, I have uh, – I actually feel pretty good about my my pick now after uh, this past weekend. Yeah? I have the Packers. Okay. And now that now that Jordan Love looks like um, looks like a real quarterback, you know, that's exciting. It could potentially be good. So, well, speaking of, like, who's exciting and what's going on, who do we think is going to win these uh, – we got, we got the countdown coming up right now? I mean – Oh, are we, are we making predictions? I mean, do we should we make predictions or should we just uh, should we talk about it? So Let's everybody, it. I don't yeah, want to make so, predictions. Yeah, everybody get that came to every race gets to be in the countdown. Which yes. um, somebody made a good point. I know you and I talked about that a couple uh, episodes ago. Somebody made a good point. So say you're 13. Okay, you're probably not going to win the championship, but the top 10 places get money. They you know they so do. if you finish say eighth or seventh, guess what? You're going to get some money. Right. So it, it's worthwhile to kind of, uh, to be part of the, uh, the countdown. So there's incentive there, not just, you know, but like you said, oh, sure. you, you, you always uh, talk about Austin Proc. If it started like a couple of week, weeks earlier, I mean, or there was a couple more races, that if, guy would have won the championship. One, one more race last year. Uh, or, or if he would have started seventh instead of 12th or 13th, wherever he started, would right. you know, yeah, so, he, he was on fire. No, it matters. It so, matters. So, uh, yeah, so this will be a fun uh, talk. I mean, I guess we're, that's what you guys will talk about the entire time. Is uh, countdown probably. 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 Here, I, 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 I tell you what. Here's what we ought to do. We ought to talk about, because, like, everybody knows who the contenders are, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, we ought to talk about dark horses. Okay. Like, like Jason Logan, give me, give me a driver in a category that you think is not being talked about enough as a championship contender. Who's the first person that pops to your mind? Uh, I mean, I see the problem is I think we, we talk about all these people, but I think Clay yeah, Milliken, Clay Milliken, Clay, possibly Clay Milliken's an interesting pick, right? What, wins about, on what, the year. what about Doug Coletta? If they, if he gets that thing rocking and rolling, I mean, they, Doug, Doug Coletta, whose car has, has been, one of the better cars on tour over the last five or six races haven't hasn't yeah. won yet but if they start lopping off wins you know doug coletta by the way doug coletta very sneakily uh enters the playoffs sixth in points like he's ahead of mike salinas winner this year austin prock winner this year clay milligan two wins this year like doug coletta's ahead of them he's that 75 points out of first Brittany Force I, is sixty-eight out of first. That Doug Coletta is a that's a that's a good, good name to drop, J Lo. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think Doug. Yeah, I mean, and I again, I, talk about people you were, you were not supposed to cheer for and things like that. But I I literally cheer for Doug Coletta every time. I he think comes the up. entire sport yeah. cheer. Like I would be willing to bet that if you went to every driver in the top fuel field and said you cannot win the championship this year, who do you want to win it? Like. You know, 
publicly, yeah. like Justin Ashley and Antron Brown are going to say the other ones because like they're kind of teammates, right? And Brittany and Austin are going to say each other because they're teammates because that's what they're just like supposed to say, right? But like I bet privately, like in a vacuum, like hey, we got 15 top fuel drivers together with me, you, and Joe, and we're throwing back drinks, BSing off the record. Yep. Every single one of them would be like, Doug, like, a- a- how is it not Doug? Like, right. He's, yeah, exactly. Doug Coletta is. I would have to like really dig deep on this if I'm missing somebody, but I would venture to say Doug Coletta is the greatest driver in NHRA history to not win a championship. Any class, right. any category, yeah. like professionally, yeah. any class, any category. Yeah. So, no, come on. That Everybody guy, wants Doug to win. Yeah, Doug Coletta. And in that same uh, Coletta uh, camp, J.R. Todd in Top Fuel. I mean, in Funny Car. Funny car. Yeah, yeah, J.R. Todd's Funny Car is. Uh, look, who knows how the final round goes if. Uh, if they don't have the calamity that they had in the semifinals, and which, by the way, like I, the TV broadcast did a really good job of covering that, but I don't know if it's been like talked about much after. I was down there when that whole deal happened with JR, and like it was wild. Like that car literally turned the corner and did not stop. I mean, he he clipped a safety safari member. He was he was literally about to like mow over Antron's top fuel car. Like you talk about catastrophic. Like he was, he was literally going to drive through AB's car and made a a last second decision to hang a right. Thankfully, there wasn't another funny car over there. Thankfully, the one safety spray person who was there was looking at him and saw it. Um, you know, Jr. literally screamed, "Watch out!" Because like the car wasn't running, it was making no noise, and like people heard him scream, "Watch out!" I was doing an interview when it happened, so like I turned around and all of a sudden there was a funny car sitting in the grass high centered and JR's climbing out the roof. And I went, what did I miss? Like, but that was um, like, that was intense being down there well, watching them try to figure out what happened. Is the car savable? Can we fix it? You know? And then they got it by the time they got it back to the pits, they figure out, yeah, we can fix it. It's good. They put it back together. They get up there for the final round. Like, you know, if they don't have any of that happen, who says they don't go up there and, and beat Ron right. or at least give them a tight race, you know? Yeah, no, I listen. I it, it, he, I mean, I, I like Jr. Todd too. He's uh, I Jr. Todd, by the way, fifth in points, fifty six out of the lead. Again, something that I, I would guess most people would probably think that Jr. would be behind a Tim Wilkerson, who's won a couple times this year, maybe a Chad Green, who spent most of the right. year up in the top five, or Alexis. But no, Jr. Todd is uh, climbing down the back of Bob Tasca right now, and he's Where? you know less than three rounds out of the lead. Where's Alexis? Alexis is right behind him, sixty-seven points out. Okay. Like yeah. If Alexis, I, if if Alexis, and I, you know, I mean this in the best of ways, and I, I don't think I'm saying anything that she wouldn't agree to, but if Alexis can just keep her head, you know, in the game for six races here, I, I mean, that car continues to be, the, I think it's the best car on the circuit. Like, if not the best, it's right there now. It was certainly the best car on the circuit the first you know, seven or eight races of the year. Yeah. But it, it, but it's, I mean, maybe Ron Caps and Robert Hyder are right there with her now, Bob Tasca, maybe Jr. But like, man, if she can just, you know, give that team a couple of 80 lights, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they're, definitely. they're going to win. They're going to win a couple of races and be a problem for everybody. See, and I, and, and now going to pro stock bike and, and car, I, I think your favorites are going to, I mean, it's gauge her errors to win. I mean, if uh, uh, you know, pro stock, pro stock bike is yeah. yeah I mean, that's a, Ga- okay, let's talk about the races. Gage Herrera has lost this year. He red lit, he broke, and he broke. Yeah, 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's that one's done. Um, he red lit, he broke, and he broke. <laughs> like, so he either needs to red light or break. Or uh, like, no offense to the rest of the pro stock backfield, but I think they have that to do at this point, right? Like, yeah, you know. And then pro stock car. I mean, does Erica even have a shot at getting in there? I mean, if she if sure get that car. I mean, she could. Uh, that that would be a big. I, I think that would be a pretty big story. Uh, but you know, that car's been running really good. I think Erica was pretty hard on herself. She. Yeah. She did not drive great on on Monday at Indy, and I I Erica is a five time champion. I don't think she's going to take that as offense, and she would probably tell you that she knew she didn't drive. You know, she she was late in the semis. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that would have made a difference, but you know, I and that's very first off. There's two things: one that's very unlike Erica, and two, you and I both know Erica well enough to know that uh, that's going to piss her off. And pissed off Erica is a problem for everybody else, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed off Erica is a problem for the other 15 cars in pro stock. So, Hey, were you up there when she gave that interview with Amanda? Yes, but I, I wasn't, I was interviewing somebody else. So I, I wasn't oh. privy to it specifically, but, but yes. See, I don't see, I didn't see any of that. And, uh, I, I saw Brian loans in, uh, in the airport on the way out and, uh, we were, you know, just chit chatting. He goes, "Did you see uh, Erica?" I don't know what happened to Erica. And he told me, "I'm like, oh, I had immediate, I had to go and immediately find that." And I was like, "All right," because she was getting crushed on the internet, crushed. And I'm just like, you know what? She went full on Ricky Bobby. It's all right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was. I mean, it was, she's she's only 32 points out of the lead, right? I mean, she's third yeah. place, 32 points back. So, uh, I mean, at, at Pomona's. Is Pomona still points and a half? If Pomona still points and a half, she's a round out of the lead in that theory, right? Like if her and Dallas go toe to toe, she's a round and two points out of the lead. So she needs to pick up some qualifying points somewhere. And, you know, and, and, and and, but that'll be the thing. The KB Titan cars have been so good in qual, like Dallas and Matt Hartford. And that's the other thing. Like Matt Hartford, when, when Matt is, when Matt has driven well, that's been the best car in the class this year. Not Dallas. Yeah. Dallas has been the better driver. Now he will tell you his lights have not been as good and the car has been much better, but like consistently Dallas has been the better driver. But when Matt's been on like, like Indy, Matt was on in Indy and they were number one qualifier and they rolled through the field and Norwalk, Matt was on and they rolled through the field, right? Denver, Matt was on and until they got to the end and then, you know, and then he wasn't at, at the at the wrong time, but they were dominant up until that point. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that that's the problem. Like, if Matt is on and Dallas is on, then then maybe it's a two car race. But I mean, there's been chinks in the armor of both those cars this year. Yeah, we've seen crazier things happen during the countdown too. So, yeah. dude, I'm not counting out like like Aaron Stanfield is sixth place, sixty points out, but like. That that car has come around the last couple races. What about uh, Christian Quadra Jr. or Fernando Quadra Jr.? Fernando Quadra is Fernando Jr.'s twelfth and Christian's tenth. It's going to take a run to get either of them up there, you know. Like, but you know, look, Fernando Jr. had a good run at Indy. He really did. He he got everything he could out of that car. You know, he they weren't beating Matt in the finals. Like, and end of story. That thing that thing knocked tire off and he pedaled it and got it back together, but like. It look, Fernando Jr. could have been perfect, and it, and it, you know, I'd have to go look, but I would venture to say that if he had a triple zero light and equaled his best run from race day, it probably still wouldn't have been enough. But, but they, but they had a good run. You, I mean, you know, you beat the cars that you come up against, right? So, you know, Fernando Jr. has had good success at Indy. 
Christian's like the interesting one because that that car was really good early in the year and right and they've struggled a little bit of late, but you know, who knows? It who should knows? be fun though. I mean, it's countdown, man. This is this is countdown, right? Dude, we got Lucas Oil. Like, I, I'm pumped. I was sitting here looking at like the Lucas Oil standings, and there's some like really, really fun battles in the national points for the Lucas Oil series. And that's not always the case. You know, like at Pomona last year, we got down a top sportsman was like wide open. And like you had one story with Bob Luck, like needing to win the race, but that was like one car, right? Like, there wasn't like calamity. It was just like every time Super Gas came up, where's Bob Luck? All right. If he wins, he's still alive. If he loses, and it was Austin Williams, his world champion, right? Like, but like we have some battles, like, like top alcohol dragster between Julie, Tony Stewart, and Sean Cowie is like wild. That's going to be wild. Or like competition eliminator. Like Bruno's kind of out on everybody right now, but he's and Jim Greenhex had a good year, but they've used up races. But like David Eaton, like I would imagine David's going to be in Reading this weekend. I haven't looked. And then Charlotte, like we got a run of races for him coming up here. Uh, Andy Moick is sitting back there in sixth in points, but is a West Coast guy. And like we're going to end the year with him, you know, out on the West Coast, like Vegas and Pomona, where he won at Pomona earlier this year. Like there's going to be some, some, super comps wide open right now super comps right. insane like last year at this time super comp was like jim glenn's the world champion unless a string of things happen and a string of things right. didn't happen but like super comp right now is like there's seven names Woo! which one right. lands like so yeah no it's fun it's uh it's fun dude this it's is all, the best time good. of the year yeah it's the best it is. time of the year this is why we do this right this is why right. we do this it's exactly why we do this also uh have you, you you've been to the Shady Maple, haven't you? No. <laughs> Tragedy. No. You want to talk about getting your feedback on Jason Galvin. We're gonna to go to the Shady Maple. So here's the problem. Okay. Wait, we have we have what I call a conundrum. Okay. Okay. I I I would really like to go to the Shady Maple on this trip. This would be my trip to Red Never. Okay. The problem is, you know, I'm told the night to go is Thursday. That is a good night to go because, uh, yeah, what time do you get in on Thursday? And herein lies the problem, Jason. Logan. Oh, boy. I land in Philadelphia at 4.30. Which is not only a calamity of issues from the fact that it's 4.30, and so by the time I get in a rental car, it's going to be 5.15 and in the middle of rush hour traffic and all that other stuff. It's going to take me forever to get to Reading. I mean, I guess on that theory, we could still go. We're just going to get there. At like, I don't know how late they're open either. It's like an Amish place, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, But yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. they're, you know, if we could, if I could get there at 7.30, would that work? Then great. I'd love yeah, to you go. could probably just but, meet us there. <clears throat> but here's, but here's my other concern with getting out of the Philadelphia airport when I land. What time do you land? You know, here's my problem. I'm at 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. yeah, see, so you're in good shape. Okay. Yeah. Here's my here's my real problem. Okay. What is around the Philadelphia airport? Uh what are the major other landmarks around the Philadelphia International Airport that you must drive by to get to the freeway? All the all the uh the uh, rental car places. Yeah. No, wrong answer. Wrong answer? Think larger. What the heck is it around there? I don't even know. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm so nervous. Athletic stadiums? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, if you go that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 There's a couple uh, different ways you can uh, go. 
I uh, forget. Uh, uh, okay, I land at four thirty, and the Eagles play Thursday night football for their home opener. I don't think it matters what way I go. Uh, well, okay. that's true. But yeah, you got it. You can't go that way. Uh, My plane I- lands at four. Well, I'm sure Waves will try to take me a different way. But tell me, that's not going to be oh, a no. disaster of epic proportions down there. Maybe we like, should go to that game. Four thirty. Th- I didn't even think about that. I should look at tickets. Yeah, that's a good call. Then, what am I doing? What the Minnesota? What am I doing with my life? Ooh, Let me look at that. That's a good one. Um, All right, yeah. this is this would be what I do while uh, while we wrap. Yeah. Um, so, well, if 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 not, we can. The Shady Maple. Here's the problem with Shady Maple, though. You gotta. You either go straight from the track there, and, and another problem is we're staying in the same place we stayed last year, which has really good stuff around it. That little town area that we were in that had the ice cream shop. Okay, so so I was not so I I did not go to Reading last year. It was a point oh, of contention with uh it was a point of contention with uh with with Senior Kretzky, who uh, who was very upset at me that I didn't go to Reading. I was like, it wasn't my choice. Don't don't be right. mad at me. That's but anyways, right. he's excited I'm going this year. I'm excited. I love Reading. You know, fun fact, Reading. First, you know, everybody's got their their stories. First national event they ever worked. You know, Alan's got his you know Phoenix connection and all that stuff. First national event. You know, I, I had my tryout at Pomona, right home track. But the first like national event, like Evan Jonat picked the phone up, called me, and said, "Hey, we're really at work. Can you get on an airplane to fly out here? Reading, Pennsylvania, 2019. So soft spot in my heart for Reading. I went I there in 19 there in, and in oh, 21. Yeah. I was there in 2019. You were there in 19. You were not in 21. Yeah, not in 21. Yeah. Shady Maple closes at nine. All right. Perfect. Thank you, Scott. Look at Scott's all over that. I was actually looking that up. Um, I can't Scott hasn't called in. I don't understand why. Where, so where are we staying then? So we stay, we're staying in the beautiful town of Wyoming. And uh, it's okay. a courtyard by Marriott. But they've got – there's a great uh, – there's a fantastic restaurant right down uh, the street, like basically within walking distance. Everything's in walking distance. They've got this great downtown area. Oh, it's nice. It's really That's nice. kind of cool. So the first year I we stayed, which I think you was the year you were there, um, we stayed in Reading. Like yeah, at a downtown like a Hilton Reading. or something. Yeah, like at a Hilton or something, downtown Reading. There was a Dunkin' Donuts downstairs. Uh you you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And then um in twenty one when I went, um we stayed at a Holiday Inn Express in a in a town I don't remember. And, it, and it was ugly. The one is right down the street from the track. Or you basically turn left. Eh, no, it was like still like a twenty minute, fifteen minute drive. But oh, like okay. there was a, there was a. The only thing in the parking lot was a truck stop. Yeah, no, that's. It was like I think it was at the mall or something, and there was a McDonald's kind of in, in the parking lot. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, you went to the uh, the Village Inn right down the street that had ch- really good chicken wings. <laughs> yes, Village Inn is right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we stayed there all the time. Um, yeah, that place not good um, okay but you like where we're staying this time oh yeah though where we're staying this time is very nice Excellent. i mean or at least Excellent. there's stuff around it that that gotcha. you and i would enjoy gotcha jason logan minnesota vikings at philadelphia eagles thursday night football two tickets uh i mean we can get in the door for like 120 bucks uh, i'm good yeah yeah <sighs> no it's because it's the home opener it's a yeah. Thursday night home opener. If this was a Sunday game against the Cardinals, we could get in the door for like 50. Yeah, but. or listen, and if it was the 49ers and you wanted to go, I'd go for that, but I don't really care about Dude, if it was the 49ers, I would be spending copious amounts of money on tickets. Yes. Yeah, you would have gotten out of you would have I probably also would have gotten shanked. Yeah, I would have been I would have flown in early honestly. But yeah. Anyways. But, uh, All yeah, right. So, well, let's okay, do this. Cool.
Hey, thank, I'm, I'm just pumped that we had one person call in. Scott, by the way, Scott says he would have, but apparently he is ill. And so, Scott, best uh, of luck to you. Yeah. We hope I, that you recover I, from that. I had no somebody fun. who had shingles, and oof, that's a bad one. I do not, but it doesn't sound fun. No, 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 but, no. Uh, but yeah, so uh, do all right. So one more time, let's do the everybody sign in, sign up for the drag race bracket bonanza. Yes, it's make fun. it happen. And if you win, you get uh, they get you get a plaque with the person's. Uh, yeah, it's the, on their social media. That was really cool. Yeah, it's like so. Say you won the top fuel category, and say Tony Schumacher won that week, you get Tony Schumacher's name on there, a plaque, and they send it to you. It's kind of cool. So there's that. There's drag racing bonanza. And uh, yeah, other than that, just everybody come to Maple Grove. It'll be fun. Come to the Grove. It's going to be a great weekend. You see the weather, by the way? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what? Last year was just absolutely brutal during the summer. Hey, this year's been great. This year's been great. Yeah. Dude, if anybody's ever going to run 300 to half track or 340 in top fuel, if it ain't this weekend, it ain't ever. Because like, yeah. like, and I and I'm I think I'm pretty sure it's work qualifying weekend. Only run twice on Friday. Uh, I believe that's so. that. Believe that's why Sportsman's on Thursday. Let me double check that. That's why because there's Sportsman cars on the track tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's Thursday, right? We leave tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. I should know these things. Uh, event schedule. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Friday. I, I would think all the countdown yes. races were four. Races. I don't know if all of them are. I you might be right on that, but yeah, dude, Friday. Friday, we get a three o'clock and a six o'clock fuel session. If that doesn't happen, listen. If if the track stays clean, and uh, yeah, Kenny Koretsky said last week or in Indy that that his guys know what they're doing down there, mixed in with the safety safari. Not the safety safari doesn't know what they're doing, but he was telling me that these tracks, his tracks, going to be perfect. Even if something, and happens. I believe that, and I believe that. Yeah, I believe that Kenny's so. Kenny's gonna make sure. Yeah, this is the weekend, man. This could be the I weekend think, for sure. I think I have ten questions with Kyle Koretsky. I don't know if that if that's do who, you. Uh, I think so. I don't know. How, how Hannah, did you make Hannah, that happen? I told Hannah, I go. These are the people that I want to have I have on my little uh, thing. And I said, I Kyle, have Nitro School. I'm actually very excited. I have Nitro School this weekend. You do ten questions with Kyle Koretsky. Boom. Friday, Friday at twelve thirty. Look at that. Yes. Total perfect. total seal total seal tech talk Friday at eleven AM at Matt Hartford's pit. You get to hang out with the uh Pro Stock winner from the US Nationals. That's kind of cool. Yeah. There's a so countdown kickoff with Gage Herrera at twelve o'clock on this. Dude, the stage is pumping. I like it. Um, let's see what else here. Uh Saturday. Uh just the basics with Antron Brown at ten thirty. I think that's Antron and Hannah. And uh are, are you not doing just the basics anymore? Uh, I think Hannah's doing it this weekend. We're, we're giving okay. Hannah some stuff because I am doing uh, at 11 o'clock. This is what I'm excited about. Nitro school at 11 o'clock with Thomas Proct. Oh, there you go. It's going to be fun. Too bad you don't know that guy. So you, you probably don't have a rapport with him. Well, that's what I'm excited about. I'm going to get to know him. <laughs> you know, I always thought that it was weird that my wife named him the godfather of my kid and I've never met him before, right. but I'm you know finally going to get to meet him. Wait, look at this. Scott says we should have Hannah on the show. Why? What's Hannah doing? Hannah Hannah could have been on the show. She could have called in just like Allie. Yeah, that's the whole point. Everybody could have called in. Yeah, could have called in. Hannah Hannah's is, probably Hannah's probably at three amigos eating lunch right now. The no, it's lunch. three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you guys think Hannah's all, right. all, all nice and, and, and prim and proper? No, man, that girl goes hard. She sends it every time she goes out. <laughs> Sends it. Send it. All right, J-Lo. All right, brother. Hey, we'll see you uh, tomorrow. Uh, see you tomorrow. Safe travels. Hey, yes, sir. You guys have fun. Oh, let me play our theme song out. Hold on a second. It's been a minute. Hold on, everyone. That's right. There it is. Jason Galvin. I'm Jason Logan. There it is. Thank you, Ali Plant, for coming in. Give us a thumbs up, Jason. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you guys. Have a great one. We'll see you in the show again.